welcome to the Podcock Pcast. I'm your host, the only Tyler Peacock. It's here. College football week 13. Rivalry week. Easy for me to say. Uh, it's also Thanksgiving, pretty much. Recording this on a Wednesday evening. Um, Thanksgiving Eve. Uh, NFL week 12 also upon us. A uh, ton of football, ton of food, family, the three Fs. What more could you want? in this life, but, uh, yeah, we'll talk about, I don't know, five, six, seven, uh, college games that are, uh, big, I mean, there's the huge one, but a couple other notable games, um, we'll, we'll get to those, we'll do some, uh, NFL Week 12 as well, um, got a handful of games I want to discuss there, and we'll get through the rest of the schedule for Week 12, and, uh, I got four plays, um, at the end of this thing, all of the college variety so let's let's dive into this thing we'll go with the uh, the big games of the week the big game previews will start in um the aac on on friday 3 30 eastern time on abc utsa the road runners eight and three ball club they're on the road at number 23 Tulane, the green wave Tulane. Laying the three and a half points, 52 is the total on this one. And this is this is a big game. The winner um, gets a berth to the AAC Conference Championship game the following week, next week, of course, uh, next weekend. Uh, UTSA, their first year in the AAC. Very good club. Frank Harris, veteran quarterback. Jeff Trailer, hell of a coach. Uh, they've been playing well lately, um, very well. Tulane, on the other hand, only the one loss. Two old miss at home. Of course, their their starter at quarterback, Michael Pratt, was out for that one. They were kind of banged up in that game. They've been playing with their food a little bit here. So when I look at the three and a half, I think I would lay it. I think uh, Tulane could get after these guys with their good defensive line. But I'm a little apprehensive to just jump the gun and, and lay the points. Uh, and say Tulane's going to win by margin. So probably a stay away or soft lean towards Tulane in the three and a half um, UTSA's game. This this will be a fun one. So uh, be on the lookout for that on ABC um, Friday afternoon. We'll stay on Friday night. We'll go to Fox, 8.30 Eastern time kick. This used to be dubbed the Civil War. Um, they changed that. This is the battle for the Platypus Cup now. The Oregon State Beavers, 16th rated team in the country with their 8-3 and three mark, would travel to Otson Stadium and take on the Ducks of Oregon, 6th ranked team in the college football playoff rankings. Ducks a 13.5 point favorite, 62.5 is your over-under total. Last year, Oregon State, they won the game in their home stadium, I believe it at a certain point late in the game, I think they had like 18 straight runs, kind of bullied and emasculated Oregon. Um, Oregon laying a huge number here. Bo Nix, obviously a Heisman Trophy candidate. Love the weapons he has uh, with Franklin receiver. Bucky Irvin running the football. Uh, Herbert, the tight end, he's emerged uh, lately. I I think you got to take the points here, though. I get it, it's a revenge spot, um, but I think Oregon State, Maybe they can bleed a little clock with Martinez in the running game. Uh, I think their defense is solid. Um, and it's a rivalry game. 13.5. Maybe you bite up to 14 uh, if you want to jump on Oregon State here. I think Oregon wins. Um, I don't see the upset happening this year. 
I mean, that's an awful lot of points. Um, but Oregon could get rolling and blow them out, so it's not a uh, lock or anything of that nature. But I think soft lean towards the Beavs in this one. All right, let's go to Saturday at noon, and we're not going to where you think we're going yet. Um, there's actually an intriguing game uh, at noon on Saturday that's not the game, and uh, that is Texas A&M at number 14 LSU. The Aggies 7-4, and four, the Tigers 8-3. and three. LSU laying 11.5 points as the favorite 66.5 is the total. A&M's defense is solid. It is. So... Maybe you, you could take the points here, but then again, I don't know how they score. They could be on quit watch. Uh, they already fired Jimbo Fisher, the coach. So, um, But I bring this game up because I think if you can get LSU and, and get into the prop market, they're trying to get Jalen Daniels the Heisman. So his rushing props, his touchdown props, Malik Neighbors is uh, on, on a trajectory to uh, have a record-breaking receiving yard season in college football history. Um, just just pick out a few of those props, man. They've been hitting. They've been hitting. The neighbor's props, um, especially. Like, I, I've been using, like, 85 to 90 yards. Uh, anytime I see those, I, I don't get scared of those. I've been banging those overs the last couple weeks. Uh, touchdown props for Daniels. His rushing props. Uh, yards props just just get in those markets man uh, I think LSU wins the game um, I think A&M's got a, enough to to potentially push if they want to play um, so I think I'd probably lean uh, again a very soft lean I would lean I would lay uh, or lean towards gobbling the points up uh, with A&M but uh, not not my favorite game of the week all right let's get to the big one we've wasted enough of your time here Number two, eleven and zero, Ohio State on the road in Ann Arbor in the Big House, taking on number three, Michigan, eleven and zero. The Wolverines a three and a half point favorite. Forty six is your total. Noon on Fox, the game for only the third time in the history of this rivalry. Both teams will come into this with equal eleven and zero marks. Of course, the first time. At Ohio State in 2006, the Buckeyes were able to prevail uh, 42-39 in that one, I believe. And then last uh, year in Columbus, 45-23, Michigan getting it done at the shoe. So this is the first time, um, it's only happened three times, but this is the first time Michigan will get the host, uh, both teams, with an unbeaten mark. Obviously, I'm a Michigan fan. I'm going to try to be unbiased here, breaking this thing down. You look at this thing on paper, both teams defensively, Awesome. Awesome defensively. Um, Ohio State, they've eliminated the big plays. That was kind of, you know, last year they had a good defense outside of being leaky and letting the big plays. This year they've given up one 45-yard run on a trick play to Kyle Manungai in the Rutgers game outside of that they haven't given up a 40-yard or more play uh, defensively. Um, they're doing a good job keeping stuff in front of them. Michigan, deep especially along the defensive line. Um, that's kind of the bread and butter. Their defense, especially at the de defensive tackle spot, um, I think they comfortably roll five deep with guys just at the defensive tackle position uh, that can play. Offensively, uh, Travion Henderson for Ohio State, he's he's healthy. He's running the ball well. He's, he's scoring. He's, he's breaking off big runs. That's good to see. 
Emeka Buka, Cade Stover, nice complimentary pieces. I mean, they're awesome players, don't get me wrong, but nice complimentary pieces back in the lineup to aid and assist. Uh, probably the best individual talent in the game this season in Marvin Harrison Jr. High State's offensive line, it's a question mark to me. Kyle McCord, he's played well. His numbers are, are very good. They're not the elite Ohio State quarterback level that we've seen um, pretty much over the last decade straight, but uh, he's serviceable enough. Um, and, and they're 11-0 for a reason. You look at Michigan, banged up a little bit the last couple of weeks. I think you'll get Ladarius Henderson back at left tackle. He didn't make the trip to Maryland last week. Um, so you get him back in the lineup. Michigan's best uh, receiving target, Roman Wilson, um, leads in yards, touchdowns, catches, uh, targets. He took a, uh, a hit, a targeting that was uh, not upheld last week, kind of probably in concussion protocol, but I think all the, all the research I've done, it's leaning towards he will be uh, giving it a go um, on, on Saturday as well. Um, I worry about J.M.J. McCarthy, though. Um, last couple weeks hasn't been great um, optically for J.J. He's played well all year and until the last couple games here. Um, there's rumors he's got a lower body injury. I don't know if that's an ankle. I don't know if that's a foot. I don't know if that's a knee. Uh, we did see him kind of get tweaked on a run in the Penn State game uh, and come up limping a little bit, so maybe that's it. Uh, Joe Klatt last week during the broadcast of the Maryland game said, you know, McCarthy didn't really look that great or comfortable in pregame warmups. It's kind of odd to comment on pregame warmups. So um, I worry about him. But, I mean, this fucking game, everything's on the line here. Like, I don't think this year, I will say this highest day has a better chance to kind of rebound off a loss and kind of backdoor themselves into the playoffs much like they did last year. But, if you look around the country, I mean, Washington has a chance to be an unbeaten conference champ. So does Florida State. Um, Alabama could have a one-loss resume. Texas could have a one-loss resume as conference champs. Georgia, um, obviously, they have an undefeated conference championship uh, ceiling, uh, but they could have a one-loss and uh, an argument there. So, you know, the playoffs are on the line. Obviously, the Big Ten East Championship. Um most likely, you know, you're going to be a heavy favorite against Iowa, whoever comes out of this game, to win the Big Ten the following week. Um, the cheating, advanced scouting, if you will, um, the Buckeyes are convinced that that's, that's what's happened the last two years. That's the only reason Michigan's beat them. Um, of course, I mean, I, I think it's a little ridiculous, but it is what it is. So, um, But all, all the pressure's on the line. Michigan don't have Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines. Um, Ryan Day's lost two in a row to Michigan. Can he lose three in a row to an interim coach? Um, if you will, you know, um, optically that wouldn't look good. Uh, has it been the sign stealing? Like all this stuff, it's just, it's all going to come to a head noon on Saturday. And is this the game of games? Um, kind of feels like it. Ton of pressure. I don't know who has more pressure. Um, Maybe Michigan as a program, maybe Ryan Day as an individual has the most pressure coming in this one. But, I mean, who knows? Who knows? I'm rambling at this point, but I don't know. Michigan at home, 
three and a half point favorite. I think, you know, a few weeks ago, I think a lot of people would be like, oh, Mich- Michigan all day, lay, lay six, lay five, lay four points, whatever the spread is. Now there's some apprehension there, and I get it. Um, but I don't know. I just think the home crowd, uh, I think it will be loud in the big house. I'm a homer, so of course I'm going to take the Wolverines, and, and I'll lay the three and a half um, here. I, I think they f- find a way to get it done. I think ultimately, you know, I think nine straight years, the team who's rushed for more yards in this matchup wins the game. That's like a stat to watch out for, for sure. Um, I know a lot of people lean towards the under. Hell, I even lean towards the under. I think both these teams are going to be a little careful, maybe, um, going up against these defenses. Maybe not believing in either quarterback, but I think the overs hitting seven straight in this series too. Um, and there's been some really high scoring games. So I don't have a, a strong play on the total, even though I, I guess I would lean under, but um, yeah, it, we, I think we're in for a close one. Usually this game's kind of a blowout the, in the last few years too. Uh, I mean, close for a while and then a, a team kind of takes it, takes it away uh, going away. And wins by double digits. I think this is close. Nip tuck. Um, I think it's a situational football game. And you know, the team who plays the best special teams wins the field position battle, uh, wins the turnover battle, more efficient on third downs or fourth downs or red zone. Just those situational football uh, plays. You know, you count count them up five, ten different scenario plays throughout the game. I think if you look and make a little check mark box or like a checklist in your mind. Whoever wins more of those downs, wins more of those situational plays, probably ends up winning this one. Uh, but uh, I'm taking Michigan, obviously. Uh, go Blue. All right, a couple more games to uh, I want to discuss here. Uh, big games, quote-unquote, even though, obviously, it goes a little downhill from Michigan-Ohio State. Uh, on a Saturday, both teams undefeated. How about this one? 3.30 Eastern, ESPN2. JMU, the Dukes. Suffering that loss last week, they got to pick themselves up off the mat. Ten and one ball club down to Myrtle Beach to take on the Shant to clears the coast of Carolina. Uh, the Shant seven and four on the season. Uh, JMU nine point road favorites. Fifty and a half is the total. This is a lock. I bring this game up. I'm taking. I found nine and a half at Hard Rock. So take Coast of Carolina, buy it up, or go to Hard Rock and and take the nine and a half. Um, I think maybe the balloon, the air out of the balloon, I should say, uh, is out a little bit on JMU. They can't play for the conference championship because um, they're not going to take a legal rea- or course of reaction or a legal course of action against the NCAA. Um, they lost their undefeated season. Coastal still banging, trying to get to the Sunbelt Conference Championship game. They played very well over the last month, kind of got hot at the right time. So them at home, Almost catching double digits. I think uh, they're a live dog here, but give me that nine and a half. Um, I'll take that all day. Final game. We'll stay down. <clears throat> excuse me. In the Carolinas, both teams eight and three. ACC Network eight Eastern time. The North Carolina Tar Heels on the road taking on the twenty-second rated NC State Wolfpack. Uh, Tar Heels two and a half point road favorites. The total fifty-five. I mean. NC State, they get it done. They're kind of like the Iowa of the ACC this year. Offense, really not much to ride home about, but the defense keeps them in games. They don't, they're they not afraid to win ugly. They're at home. I think 
you know, there's a lot to like with NC State. But I think Carolina with Drake May, he's kind of struggled a little bit last week, especially at Clemson. Back-to-back road games, it's going to be tough. But I think Matt gets him up there. Only a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I'll, I'll lay the two-and-a-half. Just a gut feel, not one of my favorite plays. Um, but that that's where I'm at um, in that game. Uh, let's take a look at the rest of the schedule, the good game guide for the week. Thursday night, ESPN 7.30, we got the Egg Bowl, number 12. Ole Miss, a 10.5-point road favorite at Mississippi State. Iowa, number 17 in the country at Nebraska, noon Eastern time, Friday on CBS. Miami at Boston College, the Canes, a 10.5-point road favorite, noon on ABC, both teams 6-5. and five. Heading into that one. We're scrolling through the schedule here. Air Force at Boise, 4 o'clock on FS1 on Friday. That game could determine who gets the uh, a berth into the Mountain West Conference Championship game, so that's that's one to watch. Uh, Texas, a 14-point home favorite. Texas Tech comes to town Friday night, 7.30 Eastern time on ABC. Let's go to Saturday games. Indiana at Purdue for the Old Oak and Bucket, of course. That's a nooner on Big Ten Network, Kentucky at number 10, Louisville, ABC at noon. That could have made the big game list, but uh, just missed the cut, hit the cutting room floor there. We are scrolling as I'm buying time here. Um, How about this one? San Jose State at UNLV, 3 o'clock, Mountain (laughs) Mountain West Network. Nobody's going to be able to watch this. Anyway, UNLV a a 2.5 point home favorite. Uh, Winner of that game goes to the Mountain West Championship game. And San Jose State with a 6-5 and five record, but um, they've got hot late. Their quarterback, Cordero's back in the lineup. Uh, watch out for the Spartans, but the winner playing for a conference championship. Uh, Northwestern at Illinois, 3.30 on Big Ten Network. That's for the uh, Land of Lincoln Trophy. Uh, Wisconsin at Minnesota, FS1 at 3.30 Eastern Time uh, for the Axe. Alabama at Auburn, number eight, Alabama, 14 half point road favorite, 330 Eastern time on CBS. That's the Iron Bowl course. Um, big time rivalry game. Let's see here. Virginia Tech at UVA, 330 on ACC Network. Uh, Georgia Southern at App State on ESPNU at 330. App and eight and a half point favorite. I think if they win, uh, they punch their ticket to the Sun Belt Conference Championship game. Jacksonville State at Nine and three, New Mexico State, the Jacks State, uh, Jacksonville State, eight and three, uh, four Eastern on ESPN Plus. Jack State, a two and a half point favorite, chance to get the nine wins for Rich Rod, first year FBS. Uh, that would be remarkable. New Mexico State coming off that big win at Auburn last week. They're already into the Conference USA Championship game, uh, but that's a fun one to watch. Here's another Ford Eastern time kick on Fox. The Apple Cup, Washington State at number 4, 11-0 Washington. The Huskies a 16.5-point home favorite. Uh, 7 Eastern time, ESPN, the Sunshine State Showdown. Number 5, Florida State on the road at Florida. Um, Knowles 11-0. Awful what happened to Jordan Travis. That sucks. But Tate Rodemeyer, he comes in. Graham Martz, he got hurt last week, too, for Florida. Um, so they went to a backup as well. Uh, weird game. Florida's took some money. Uh, but we'll see. Florida State's got a chance to, to prove the uh, the people wrong, thinking their season's over with Jordan Travis being out. It just sucks that happened to that kid. But um, we'll see. But, you know, there is one thing about FSU Florida. 
it always seems like there's like a scuffle. Um, pre-game warm-ups, both teams jawing, getting each other's face, a little pushing, a little shoving. Uh, one of those rivalry games that's always heat and gets you fired up. Uh, number 24, Clemson at South Carolina, 7.30 Eastern time on SEC Network. Uh, Georgia, number one team in the country, 24.5-point road favorite at Georgia Tech, 7.30 Eastern time on ABC. Iowa State at number 19, Kansas State. Uh, Wildcats 10-point favorites. That's 8 Eastern on Fox. They call that Farmageddon, one of the uh, more clever names for a rivalry game. And that should about do it for college football week 13. Got through most of the big rivalry games, most of the games of interest there. Um, so let's move to <clears throat> excuse me, the National Football League week 12. We'll start with the big games here. 8-20 Eastern, NBC, Thanksgiving night. NFC West rivals showdown in Seattle. The Seahawks will host the San Francisco 49ers. The Niners, a seven-point favorite. 44 is your over-under total. Kenneth Walker, he's banged up. Geno Smith, eh, he's he's uh, questionable. I think Walker's doubtful. That's two key cogs in the Seattle uh, you know, machine. Uh, San Francisco, they're, they're back. You know, the defense is playing well. Purdy looks healthy again, looks comfortable. Um, the weapons are healthy. They're making plays. Love San Francisco. Listen, Pete Carroll's owned Kyle Shanahan in the past, but last year Shanahan went 3-0 and and I think 2-0-1 or maybe 3-0, and depending on where you got your, your line uh, in the game in Seattle last year. But uh, uh, that's ATS against the spread. I'll take it again. Seattle's, I don't think they're very good this year. I know they're home. It's a division game. It's a big spread. I'm being a homer here, being a Niners fan. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll lay the, the touchdown. Tease the Niners, actually, would be my, my official advice. Tease the Niners down. Uh, other big games of the week here. How about this AFC North showdown here? The 6-4 and four Steelers at the 5-5 five and five Bengals. Steelers, 1.5-point road favorites. 35.5 is the over-under total. Listen, Joe Burrow, injury out for the year. That, that sucks. That sucks. And Cincinnati's going to Jake Browning. Um, I mean, I'm going to take Pittsburgh here because this is by far one of the most must-win games I've seen uh, in a while here. Pittsburgh's defense is good. I don't know if they trust Kenny Pickett or their offense. They did fire Matt Canada, so maybe a little dead cap bounce. Um with the new OC, whoever that is, I, I probably should have done the research, but come on, give me a break. It's Thanksgiving week. But Pittsburgh's got to win this game, so I'll lay the one and a half. I, I, th I think they find a way. It's probably an ugly game, um, but, yeah, I, I like the Steelers. Uh, that's one of my plays. I'll, I'll make that an official play. AFC South, Jacksonville at Houston. Uh, Jaguars 7-3. and three. They're one-and-a-half-point road favorite. The Texans are 6-4. and four. Uh, with a 48.5-point over-under total in this one. I This is one Eastern time on CBS, so is the uh, the Bengals and, and Steelers, by the way. Um, I don't know. I feel like the Jags, is like they're the play here. I feel like that's just square as hell. So it, it, it makes me want to fade myself and take Houston. So it's probably a stay-away game. Like, Jacksonville, like, this is a big game in the division here. Um, but Jacksonville on the road, 
I don't know. Like, they were playing well, and then the Niners just kind of destroyed them. Um, I do think Jacksonville, are they off a bye? Um, that might... Yeah. No, they beat they beat the shit out of Tennessee last week. That's how the game was so forgettable, obviously. I don't know. Stay away from this one. I, I, I guess a soft lean towards Jacksonville, but, man, it feels like a square... A square-ass play, and those usually just... Those kick in the ass. Um, actually, I looked... 67% of the bets, according to the Action Network, on Houston. So, I'll, I'll just take Jacksonville then. I'm not as scared as I, I initially was. I thought it was such a public play. But uh, maybe I'm overthinking it. I'll lay the one and a half to Jags. Uh, how about 405 on Fox? The 7-3 Browns at the 5-5 five five Broncos. Denver, a 1.5-point home favorite. 36 is the total. I think you could tease either of these teams, honestly. I, I guess I would lean Denver at home. Um, but, I mean, I just... Well, this being 1.5, I think this is a low-scoring defensive game. Um, I think you could tease either side. If you're into band betting, um, so if you're betting bands, you take a team to win by one to six points or seven to 12 points. Um, I think maybe you could get away with betting both these uh, at one to six and it'll hit. And usually you get payouts of damn near, sometimes over two or three to one with the bands. Maybe not the lowest band, but, it, you know, I'm, I'm saying... Odds-wise, if you use the same unit at both bands, um, you could uh, it, it, it'll pay. Like you're gonna lose a bet, but it, it'll pay for the bet. Um, and so, and and sometimes, you know, I'm not trying to be perfect, um, because it's 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 impossible. So I don't mind losing a bet to win a bet if that makes sense. Like, I know, I know, it's stupid, but uh, that that's my rationale. Anyway, uh, I guess Denver at home, not not a, a game I strongly lean. I I just think it's gonna be close and low scoring. Both teams play outstanding defense, um, especially Cleveland. I got the best defense in the league. Miles Garrett should be an MVP candidate, even though it's hard to give it to a defensive player. But that it is what it is. Final game we will focus on, uh, big game. Preview wise here, uh, the six and five Buffalo Bills on the road at the nine and one Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles three and a half point favorites. Forty eight and a half is the total. Uh, listen, Buffalo fired Ken Dorsey. They looked pretty good. Now it was the Jets, but hey, the Jets have a good a good defense. I just worry about Philly a little bit here. Like you get up for Dallas at home on a big Sunday, four twenty five Fox National game of the week. Then you have to go to Arrowhead in a Super Bowl rematch, and you get the job done. You win. It looks shaky for most of the game, but you survive, and, and you you don't apologize for winning an Arrowhead. So for them to get up three weeks in a row, man, I'm not saying they can't or they won't, but three and a half, I think the hook is why I like the Buffalo Bills plus the three and a half here. I think the Bills can win. Uh, wouldn't shock me if they won, but... Even if they don't, I think this is going to be a, a nip and tuck kind of football game. So uh, yeah, give me uh, give me the Bills plus three and a half. All right, the rest of the week twelve schedule. We'll start twelve thirty Eastern time. I guess we'll go back in time. Twelve thirty Eastern on Fox Thanksgiving Day. Uh, the Packers at the Lions. Lions eight point favorites. Forty seven 
is the total. Tease the Lions. Uh, next game, of course, Dallas hosting the Washington Commanders. The Cowboys, 13.5 point favorites, 48.5 is the total, 430 Eastern on CBS. Um, again, it's probably square. Uh, division game, though, a ton of points. Uh, but I, I would lean towards teasing the Cowboys down uh, would be my advice. Uh, we got a Black Friday game, 3 Eastern time on Amazon Prime Video. The Dolphins at the Jets, Miami, a 9.5 point road favorite. 41 is the total. Uh, what what the hell do you do with this one? Like the Jets are not going to score really, but could they limit the Miami offense, especially at home? Um, probably. That's a stay away. Uh, Sunday one o'clock games. We got the Patriots at the Giants. Pass. Uh, we got the Bucks at the Colts. Colts two and a half point favorites there. Uh, Saints at the Falcons. Falcons one point favorite as the home team. Titans host the Panthers. That's a gross game. God, that's gross. All right, let's go to 425 on CBS. Chiefs at the Raiders. Raiders eight and a half point home underdog. Oh man, I kind of like it. Like <laughs> I'm just saying, that could be one of my plays. Uh, I'm circling that one. Uh, then we go to the uh, the primetime games. Ravens at the Chargers. NBC 820 Eastern. That's your Sunday night game. Ravens a three and a half point road favorite. And then we got the Bears at the Vikings. Vikings three and a half point home favorites. 815 Eastern time Monday night on ABC slash ESPN. Uh, Bears frisky. Justin Fields frisky. That's all I'll say with that one. So there's your week 12 NFL preview. There's your college football rivalry week. Week 13 preview. I guess there's two points of business. I'll give you my gambling plays. I'll plug the show and uh, let you on your merry way. Let myself on my merry way. All right. So um, here we go. Clemson. Buy it down. The, it's seven and a half. I would lay the seven and a half. But if you want to, buy it down to seven. Um, buy it down the half point to, to seven or, and, and, and lay it. My logic, Clemson's playing very well to close the season. Tyler from Spartanburg called into the Dabo Collins show. Fired the boys up also. South Carolina this year, not a very good team along the offensive line. What does Clemson do well? Well, their defensive line's been pretty nasty all season long despite the record. Um, and it's a, it's a little revenge factor. South Carolina beat Clemson last year, so um, give me... Dabo and the Tigers, uh, I'll, I'll lay the points there. Kansas, there's, it's, I think it's six and a half, but on Caesars and DraftKings, you can get an even six, so you don't even have to buy it down. They're at Cincinnati. Cincinnati, rough season, a rude awakening into the Big 12, and I thought it would be. Um, Kansas last week, I get it. This could be a little letdown spot. They, they laid it all on the line in that rivalry game, but I just think... Kansas is kind of new to this winning thing. Um, so I think Lance Leipold and that staff will be able to, to scheme it up. And I think Cincinnati's kind of quit. I think they're ready to, to just be done, hand in the pads, and uh, be college kids for a while. So uh, I'll lay the six with the Jayhawks. Already gave it Coastal Carolina plus nine and a half. That's on Hard Rock. It's nine everywhere else. So if you want to buy it up, do so. But uh, you don't even have to. Just, just go to Hard Rock. Uh, sportsbook, it's nine and a half. Um, 
Maybe sprinkle a little money money line there. Finally, I got a total here. Big Ten, let's go out to the Big Ten West, the battle for the land of Lincoln Northwestern at Illinois. Caesars and Bet365 has this total at 47 even. I like the under here. Uh, Northwestern bowl eligible, hell of a season there for uh, Coach Braun. He's done a hell of a job. Um, Illinois, they could get stuck in reverse a little bit too offensively um, as well. It's a rivalry game. I think it'll be close, and uh, I feel like it's under a key number of 45. So, um, yeah, I, li I like the under there. So, under 47, Northwestern Illinois, Coast Carolina plus 9.5. Kansas minus 6, Clemson minus 7 are my uh, – my best bets are locks of the week. Also, you could you could kind of put the Pittsburgh Steelers minus one and a half on that list as well. That's probably my favorite NFL play of the week. All right, that is the show. Appreciate listening. Glad we could get this out to you. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Follow the show on Twitter and Facebook at Podcock PCAST. Available on all major and minor podcasting platforms. Uh, that would be Spotify, that would be Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Just uh, look us up, share it with a friend, share it with an enemy. We appreciate it. And uh, I guess I'll wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening. And, of course, go blue. <laughs>